Steelers no longer undefeated and suddenly suck. Kenny Pickett back for one more round. Penn State on a winning streak, and it's signing day. Welcome to Basement Sports Podcast. Duty, how are you? I'm fine. What's up, my bitches? We're back. back. This is another COVID version of uh, Basement Sports Podcast. We got all sorts of shit going on that we're not allowed to attend. Snow is just dumping outside. Yeah, we had good <laughs> snow today. Dogs loved it. Yep. Chase came out. I got home from work and Chase went out and did hot laps and skidded into the fence. <laughs> don't think so, you figured out it's slippery <laughs> let's talk about the top of the hit parade Steelers two game losing streak uh, lose to the Washington football team and then lay an egg up in Buffalo duty what is going on well first of all let me say that you Pittsburgh Steelers fans and you know I'm not one of them right. um, let's hear it from what the a Cowboys bunch of fans. horse shit this town this city is such a a horseshit fan base. They lose two games in a row um, to decent defensive teams with a horrible schedule and a slew of injuries. Three and games in 12 games, th- three games in 12 days. Yes, All right. Three games in 12 days right. and a massive injuries. And they're 11 and two. And people in this city are acting like they uh, are not going to make the playoffs. They're in the playoffs. People. They're in the playoffs. They're in the they made it. They're in the playoffs. The fan base here is ridiculous. I've never seen anything like it. You want to see a I, bad team? Try to try enjoy watching the Cowboys every week. <laughs> so okay, yeah, I, I know mean, the we, Steelers have injuries. Boo, we, freaking yeah. Boo. We got Lusky, starting quarterback, all five linemen, including two linemen. They're now down to their third string, protecting their backup quarterback. It, which now is back because he was out. They were down to their third string quarterback for <laughs> two games with no line. And you guys are bitching about being 11 and two, a bunch of whiny ass, ridiculous fan base in this city. I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys are absolutely ridiculous. We're going to, we're not going to even make the playoffs. We're not, we're going to be one and done. Well, you know what? You might be one and done. It's the playoffs. Everybody's good. That makes the playoffs. The last time, league, the last time, the last time we made the playoffs and we were riding hot going in and Jacksonville came in and punched us in the mouth. So yeah, could be one and it done happened. when you're expecting yeah. to go to the Super Bowl, you can be one and done. You know, it, it happens. You get a hot team come in. And, I mean, look, the, uh, not the last time the Steelers won the Super Bowl, but the time before that, when they beat the Seahawks in the playoff and they beat the Seahawks in the Super Bowl, they were the last seed, but the hottest team going in. Yeah, they were the sixth seed. Right. And they win the Super Bowl. And look, you still have your starting quarterback. You still have your starting receiving core. Uh, your running backs have been a bit banged up, but Pittsburgh doesn't want to run the ball anyway. It's very, very obvious. They don't give a shit. They would rather throw the three-yard slant, tackle the guy, and he gets another yard on the tackle. That's your four yards on first down. Um, the linemen are beat up. They can't run the ball. Even if they wanted to, they can't run the ball. And they played two teams, two of maybe the best front sevens that they're going to play all year the last two games. And they could, they could end up seeing that second team in the, in the playoffs at some point. Yes. But anyway, so, so here's my take. All right. Screw the number one seed. You're not going to catch Kansas city. I mean, Kansas city's, like they're only Kansas City's only possible loss left on the schedule possible is at Tampa Bay. And that's a big maybe. No, no, they're not anti they're at New Orleans. I'm sorry. They already they already beat Tampa Bay. They got New yeah. Orleans on the schedule. Okay, that's a possible, but my God, the Saints just went into Philadelphia and lost. Okay. <laughs> so look, if I if I'm speaking to Steeler Nation, here's what I'm saying. You know, be, uh, get the Steelers to beat the Bengals on Monday night, which is not a tall task. I Bengals think they could back up quarterback. They, they could play. The Steelers could probably play their second string the entire game and start Mason Rudolph and win that football game. And I'm so, not, and I'm not so sure they shouldn't. To I, be honest, I don't. Yeah. I'm not. So, but I think after this, I think they should make sure they win this game 
So they're gonna then what will happen is if they win this game, they lock in the they lock in the AFC North. They they win they win the North. All right. So what does that mean? Pretty much guarantees them the second or third seed. All right. One of the two. And there's only only the number one seed gets the bye this year. So yep. there's nothing there's there's no whether you're two or three, who gives a shit? Okay. Yeah, depending on who you play, it's all matchups. Hey, but, but right, but, but but my point would be is like if you lock in the division, you lock in either the two or the three seed. The, your last three game, your your last games are at home against the Colts, and at the Browns. I would be resting, guys. I'd be getting guys healthy. I'd be saying, look, the playoffs are it. We're gonna have at least one home playoff game. I would be resting, guys. I'd be resting Roethlisberger. Yeah, I, I definitely think because they didn't get a legitimate bye week because of the way they got screwed by the COVID, and Roger, the eat a dick Goodell, just forced people to take a day off to, to make the other teams okay. Right. Um, I'm not so sure Big Ben's knee's 100%. Obviously, the talk is that that's it. But I think the more telling problem with Pittsburgh Injuries, they definitely need it, but Cash DeCastro's he's, banged up. He's banged up. He is not a hundred percent. There is no They're not. Way. And even the defensive backs are banged up. Right. Um right. I wouldn't mind that except my here's the only problem I have. They could legitimately lose to Indy and and Cleveland the way sure. Cleveland's playing. Sure. Um, unless, like you say, it gets down to Cleveland and they've already made the playoffs and they can't improve their position, they're gonna be resting people too. Fine. Who cares? All yeah. you're caring about no, is I mean, all well, you care about is, would, is resting your own team. Yeah, well, I would. But what I think you got to watch is you got to watch the seedings because I I don't think Pittsburgh matches up with certain teams. You don't. I don't think they want to play Vegas Raiders if they make it, and I don't Vegas think Vegas Raiders. Play Vegas, yeah, the Vegas Ra- Raiders aren't going to make it. They may uh, if they went out. They could, and that's a bad matchup for Pittsburgh because they play that bump and run man to man. And they fire at you about every day. Their defense comes at you, and that is not Pittsburgh's offensive strength. Is not pass blocking. Um, I don't think they match up well with Tennessee. The way that Tennessee is going to run the ball thirty times, and they're without Dupree. They're without their linebackers. Now, I don't right not now built to stop the run right now. Right now, here's the way it looks. So your top two seeds, there's five playoff berths available. All right. Your top two seeds, Chiefs, Steelers. Um, next, third? the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, they're but third. they're only one game behind Pittsburgh, right? They're only one game behind Pittsburgh. They're ten and three. Right. The Steelers are eleven and two. Right. After that, you've got the Titans, then the Browns, then the Colts, then the Dolphins. Okay, so that that's that's just like how they're ranked. When you look at the um, uh, when you look at the overall standings, okay, right now in the AFC, Buffalo leads the AFC East. They're ten and three. The next next up behind them is Miami at eight and five. In the AFC South, you have the Titans are nine and four, and the Colts are nine and four. So the Colts are going to come into Pittsburgh. You know, nobody else is behind them. The ne- next nearest is the Texans, and they're four and nine. So it's between the the Titans and the Colts. Then in in the AFC North, right. of course, and the tight the Colts are going to need to win that game. They're going to need to win that do. game. They're going to need to win and that because game because if Cleveland falters, you could get two out of that division. Sure. So the 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 Browns are nine and four behind the Steelers, and the Ravens are eight and five. Um, and in the AFC West, of course, you've got the Chiefs, but the next team is seven and six, the Raiders. Yep. So right now, like the Raiders are behind the eight ball. They're, they're they're looking they they're looking up at thing. they're looking up at they're looking up at actually, um, they're looking they're up at four behind three teams. Yeah, but as I mean, if Tennessee wins, you know, if Tennessee wins the division, they're in. But looking at like the wild card, you've got the Dolphins at eight and five, the Colts and the Browns at nine and four, the Ravens at eight and five, and the Raiders at seven and six. That's what you're looking at. Right. So, you know, again, if I'm the Steelers, I'm busting my balls to beat the, the Bengals on Monday night, clinch the division, clinch either the two or three seed, 
and just start planning for the playoffs. Yeah, but you know, and, and I think you're going to get a lot of people as Steeler fans to agree to that. However, you know, the, the one person that doesn't agree with that is Mike Tomlin. I agree. I, I know, but he, he doesn't agree with that on tape. On, in the press conference, he doesn't agree with that. But what goes on behind closed doors? Well, they don't the... rest people, Greg. They played their whole starters a couple of years ago when they had it clinched in the last game of the year. Yeah, and look how that worked out. It, that's exactly right. That's the year they went one and done. Exactly. So, yeah. but but these, I mean, look, you're not, you're talking about, you got a lot of guys on this team that are hurt. Okay. We, we've already talked about it. DeCastro is not 100%. Not by not any close. stretch of the imagination. He's not even close. He lost Filer for, I mean, they, they're saying now that he could, he'll probably be back for playoff time. Dodson oh, isn't. I thought they put him on IR. They did, but he can be back in three weeks. So he can be back for three the playoffs. Weeks. Yeah. And they did they did say on Filer that his pectoral is not torn. It's I not torn. They, I thought it was torn. No, okay. it's not torn. Uh, Kevin Dodson isn't even put on IR. His was more of a shoulder injury. Um, and, and there were some, there are some people talking and saying that they feel Dotson should be starting anyway. The Dotson's Dotson's better. Uh, he's, well, he's certainly better a better blocker. run blocker. He's uh, definitely a better run blocker. He's not a better pass blocker. No. And but, Ben throws 50 times a game. But, but the thing is, you've got to be able to run the football at least, well, at least you do, some you think so in the playoffs and bad weather and stuff like that. But Pittsburgh can't. And, and I, I don't even think that if it's a definition of can't, they won't. Um, but to back to your point with the Bengals, Dallas with a backup quarterback and 40 <laughs> with 17 new offensive linemen just beat them 30 to six or something like right, that. They're yeah. a bad team yeah. and, uh, their quarterbacks out as well. So yeah. if you're Cincy, there are, there are several teams that should absolutely are going to be mailing it in Jacksonville, Cincy, the Jets. Detroit after losing to green Bay, Detroit has absolutely nothing to play for once yep. again. The um, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. <laughs> yeah, and the Jets actually had a game one and wow. let a guy go that deep on just... the last play because they went one-on-one coverage with no safety help on the last play of the game. Brilliant. Now tell me that wasn't on That guy's got their defensive coordinator fired. Right, he took a bullet. But yeah. you know somebody said just blitz and let him, let him go deep. Yeah, because they they're staring at that number one seed. They're staring at Trevor Lawrence. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of teams that don't want to win right now. Um, but as far as Pittsburgh's schedule, uh, they could, I could easily see them winning, losing at least two more games. Oh, I... They could lo- easily lose to the Colts. Yep. Um, very easily lose to the Colts. Colts are a very good team, yep. especially with Pittsburgh's. I think Pittsburgh's defense, especially against Buffalo in the second half, was dead tired. Yeah. J.J. Watt in the first half was getting near around the quarterback on every play. The second half, he didn't get within six feet of that guy. No one did this week coming up. So the teams that are important here that we're looking at in the playoff picture, you actually have a pretty good game to watch on Saturday. Cause we're starting the Saturday, Saturday games. Now, Thursday night game, somewhat interesting. If you're a Raiders fan and the Raiders are kind of on the outside looking in, they host the chargers. All right. Yeah, it's not a good. It's not. It's not going to affect playoffs. No, but Saturday begins to affect playoff seedings. You have the Bills going to Denver to play the Broncos. That's the okay, fourth. Now let me game. tell you something about that real quick. Go ahead. Do you know who the Bills play after Denver? By chance, look that up because my point is this: the the trap game type scenario. Denver has nothing to lose. They they go at New. They're at New England. The, okay, so not really a trap game. They're coming off Pittsburgh, and then the following week they're going to Denver and New England. New England's horrid with their with their quarterback situation. Um, go back, and you're going to find this me very prophetic if you go back and listen to some old tapes. I first of all, I told you five six weeks ago that the Redskins are going to or the Washington Football Team, I should say, are going to win that division. I said it five weeks ago. Yeah, you did. Go back and listen to the podcast. I also told you at the beginning of the year that Cam Newton is a piece of shit that had one good year in his whole career, and he has been absolutely god-awful, and his stats are identical to Colin Kaepernick for his career. He's no good. The same reason uh, Kaepernick doesn't have a tryout. It doesn't, yeah, it's not all the bullshit because someone would have given into that. It's because he's no good, and Cam Newton's the same guy. 
I said that six weeks ago. So Buffalo is looking good because I think they're going to have trouble with Denver Mm -hmm. at Denver coming Mm -hmm. off their game on national TV against the Steelers. There's an automatic letdown there. Um, Now, having said that, Drew Locke looks like John Elway one week and Joe Blow the next. So it depends. And I don't know. The only thing I don't like about Denver is their corners are currently banged up. Right. And if they're starting two corners are out, then, you know, the Josh Allen's going to have fun. Well, you can't cover digs. Obviously, Pittsburgh didn't think they should double team him because they didn't the whole second half. And all he did was catch every freaking pass they threw to him. Right. Which was okay with me because I've been fantasy in the playoffs. So I was all right. <laughs> I won. But yeah, I mean, okay, so you got Buffalo and they're going to Denver. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know what that line is, but that game, at least for a half, is going to be close. Yep. Well, we can get to the spreads and stuff if you want later. We're not, I'm not going to make a pick. I'm certainly not picking the Thursday night game as one of our three or four locks. No, no. We've been, because we've been like, Freaking on it, just killing it. All right, so listen, we only usually pick three games. Sometimes we pick four. If we pick three, we've been going two and one for months. If we pick four, we went three and one. The one time it, we put the bonus team up. There. Just to, but, just so to let you know, is, just to let you know, real quick, you want to know what the spread was? It's yeah. Broncos plus five and a half as of right now. Okay, and I, I'm not so sure that's going to come down to injury to game time injury report for me because i may take the broncos and plus five with this with buffalo coming off that Steeler win yeah um then they go on the road which nobody likes to do the who knows what the weather's going to be like in denver um they already had a big snow but hell it snows there every day in this time of year yeah and then the next day it's 80 degrees and sunny yep so you don't know um denver's a really cool city by the way yeah it is it's awesome but anyway um yeah, so that that's not guaranteed. Let's move on to the next team you think Saturday's going to or this week's playoff game. Just to let you know real quick, Denver forecast on Saturday, sunshine with clouds mixed, high of 43 degrees. <laughs> so not 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 bad, not bad weather. Uh yeah, the day before the day Pittsburgh. before the day before it's going to snow, but on yeah, Saturday it's going to be a decent day. Welcome to Denver. I love watching games in the snow, but I I, I do too. It may I have digress. that's football. I yep. hated playing games in the snow. It was so effing cold. <laughs> your other so so real quick, your other games of interest during the week. Uh, Ravens, you may as well chalk them up for a win. They're hosting the Jaguars. Um, uh, the Titans well, hosting the Lions. You may as well chalk that one up. Let's go back to the Ravens real quick before you move. Yeah, on. go That's ahead. Jaguars. Why would why would Jacksonville go back to Gardner Minshew all now? I don't when know they're what. in the running for the second play, second pick in the draft and Josh uh, or Fields from Ohio State. Why would they go back to the only quarterback? Because I don't think it matters. Because I don't think it matters. I don't think, I mean, they're not beating the Ravens. And, and you know, who who, who, who cares? May, you know. Uh, you Minshew, can say what you want. I still don't think the Ravens can pass the ball. Now, he passed the ball. That Cleveland game was one of the best games I've ever watched. It was personally. awesome. It was a great football great game. game. Yeah. And great I was rooting for Baltimore game. because Cleveland had a chance to catch Pittsburgh if they'd won. Right. Um, they'd have stayed right under heels for the division. And then Pittsburgh fans would have really, they couldn't have rested against Indy or Cleveland. No, the this end, gives them a chance to rest if they beat does. the Bengals. But that game was fantastic. And great football. Uh, don't, you can't tell me that uh, Lamar Jackson doesn't, they're taking a big crap. He did take a dump. I mean, here's the thing. Here, look, if I'm Lamar Jackson, and I'm in that post-game press conference. I am totally owning it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. dude, I had to drop a deuce. Sorry. Right, I had to like, shit so bad. I had to go so bad. First of all, they said he had cramps. Yeah, of well, course he, he had it? cramps. He had to shit. <laughs> <laughs> did you see the camera of him coming in the tunnel? He was doing the I got a shit walk. He was. He did I've everything. Done, I do I that walk said. almost every day. I do yeah. that walk. Like, like I've done that walk in the sheets, coming and <laughs> traveling on the road. I even said on Twitter, I said he did everything but put his obligatory hand on his ass, going, "Oh my, oh my god, oh my god!" Like somehow that's gonna hold it from coming out. But that dude had to shit, and he shat, he shat for several minutes because Trace McSorley had two series. I know he really had to go. It was one of those never enders, you know. It's just like yeah, God, is this ever gonna those, end? Uh, 
he had explosive <laughs> diarrhea, whatever, whatever the hell he had. Come but then on, when he man. Came, and yeah. then when he came out, cramps my ass, he ran out of the locker room back onto the field like he was still afraid that's because no up. he was five pounds lighter when he ran out that's why so the first time he has a ball he rolls right and everybody including me you and everybody watching thought he's going to run for the first down on fourth down and then he flicks his wrist 20 yards downfield and the freaking receiver final brown finally caught one finally he caught a ball yeah he dropped the ball all night <laughs> and he almost dropped thought, that one he I almost sure dropped the that Steelers are going to trade for him at halftime because he dropped every pass he sent to him <laughs> um but yeah that dude took a shit came back threw a touchdown and then won it in hey overtime. do we remember you know like Steeler fans will remember you know terry bradshaw being taken back to the locker room and he's all beat up and you know, and the Steelers are down, and he comes back in the middle of the fourth quarter. You see him run through the tunnel, you know, but that was because he hurt his elbow or his knee. Lamar Jackson going to be known for coming back from jumping off the crapper and Did winning he, a ball game. You get cramps <laughs> my ass. The cramps were in his abdomen. Exactly. That guy had, that guy had I, I, like look, he had, the, he had the walk. He had the facial expression. He has, I know oh. that. I am the king of GI distress. I yes. know exactly where he's coming from. And then he went in to finally get to the toilet, and one of the equipment managers, damn near knocked Dander him out. He's like, out, out of my way, man. I am about to crap my britches. Get out Dude, of the way. You know our pants, you know our pants are white, correct? <laughs> I, I can't shit myself and run back out on the field. Oh, my got God. white pants. There was that a was great – There was a, I shit myself it, it, with an in my white shorts. It reminded me – it actually reminded me way back in the day uh, – not way back in the day, but there was – I think it was Howard Stern interviewed Tony Siragusa. And and Siragusa went to Pitt. You know, he is a character and a half. I forgot I, he went I, to Pitt. Yeah, I remember, I remember when he got kicked out of the decade – uh, but, well, he's got the biggest head I've ever seen of anybody. But he, you know, ben. he's just like he's a character and a half. And he talked about he talked about one time going into a game and he was backed up to hell and back. And I guess they 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 tried to give him even a couple of enemas before a game. And there was just nothing moving. And he and they were on the road. And he looks in his locker, and they selected white pants. <laughs> I guess he told the equipment manager, he's like, if I come running to the sidelines, just cover me up and give me a bunch of towels because I'm going to shit my pants. Well, you heard Mark Schlereth and Golick talk about when they were playing. They used to, if you had a piss, you piss right there. On the yeah, yeah. Right or they, they there. would stuff, or they would stuff uh, towels down their pants and just yeah. piss into the towels, and, you know, that's Get rid it. Of the towel. Why, don't, why can't they just throw a portage on on the sidelines? You know, it's just okay. Yeah, just got to go no in idea. there and drop one. You know, they got a full fledged medical tent with I mean, you know, look, ER doctors on the sideline. You can't put a portage I'm on not, there. I'm not playing professional football, but like I walk the dog in the morning. I make sure I drop one before I go walk the dog. Believe me, I've done like the two block run in my development to, you know, because I had to shit. I'm calling my wife. I'm like, Open the door because I have I like as, as I as I run past her, I'm handing her the leash to the dog. I'm throwing off my clothes and I'm dropping trowel all in one motion. Like yeah, it's just, and that, you, and know. you look just like Lamar Jackson did. Exactly. Exactly. Goodbye. Like I'm I'm done. So anyway, yeah. real quick. Uh, uh, the So the, uh, games of interest playoff wise, Lions at the Titans. Titans should chalk that one up. They should beat the the, the Lions uh, handily. Yeah, now, the, here's the thing about that. Matt Stafford might not play. He didn't finish the game no, with bruised ribs. No. And their Super Bowl, their their last gas was to beat Green Bay last week. And yeah, they did they're, not, obviously. They're, they're done. So they're done. They're done. So they're, they're hanging They're now up. in golf clubs yeah. are pat being packed. they're they're looking at like who their next coach is going to be and they are and, absolutely know. atrocious against the run and they're playing the Titans. Titans, right. Um, Colts, I, they're hosting the Texans. You know, look, that's going to be closer. It's going to be closer think. than people think. Yeah, I agree, but I, I would chalk that one up to the Colts. Um, the Browns are at the Giants. Giants have they they've played better, uh, but I I, I think the I, they played better without their quarterback. Right, I, I think that they're. Jones came back last week, and they were god-awful again on offense. But, look, you know, look, the Browns have got to convince me that they could, you know, 
seal the deal and, and, and win a game that they should win. Uh, they damn near lost to the Jaguars down in Jacksonville. That was a two-point conversion away from being tied. And um, I remember, they were up like 35-7 to seven in the first half. Exactly. And then the other game, if anybody's interested in the Steelers still pursuing the number one seed, and I don't think they are. I had mentioned earlier the Chiefs are at the Saints, which would actually be a really fun game to watch. Uh, although, well, if Taysom, Breeze comes back and they said he might, it might be fun to watch with his 700 broken ribs and punctured lung. Yeah, and well, you saw everything else. how good Taysom Hill was against the Eagles. Well, the Eagles in the first half, he couldn't hit rice with a hand or couldn't hit a barn with a handful of rice. Right. That guy was absolutely horrid. And it's not like the Eagles have the best defense in the NFL. No, but they got after him, though. I mean, they went they out. They were they blitzed the shit out of him. They went after. And him. I can tell you, Kansas City's pass defense looks very, very average right now. I agree. I agree. Because Kansas City with a seven point spread cost me a fourteen parlay last week, personal <laughs> betting, because they were up eighteen points and then apparently started playing like crackheads because they let the whole they let everybody come back and they won by six and it cost me a one point cost me a fourteen parlay. Yeah, well, you know. That happens. You went three and one. Boo hoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's that's the that's what it looks like. And then of course the Steelers on Monday night uh, at the Bengals. Um, so that that's what we're looking at for this week. We'll as always we'll post our picks that can't miss, or as Duty likes to say, picks that are sure to go wrong. Uh, Listen, and- <laughs> say what you want, call what you want, but we do have listeners to this podcast, and a lot of them are the same people every week. If they've been listening to us for the last two months, they've been winning. They've made money. They've been winning. Yep. We have not had many losing weeks. As a matter of fact, I can only think of one. one. We've had one losing well, week we as far as I two. can remember. Yep, I agree. Yeah. And uh, now I don't <clears> think <throat> we've ever been three and three or four and zero. Oh, no. But we've also never been zero oh and three or four. We we generally. We generally get get most of them right. I almost went three and zero one week, and remember, I called you. Yeah, My you head was happened. exploding because I just got screwed out of the last game. Just yeah, absolutely did. screwed. That it was, was like how many problem. people got screwed uh, with the Browns and the Ravens with that safety? Did you see what Fanduel did? Fanduel gave them the money back. No shit. Wow. They gave them the money back because of the last play. That was just crazy. I could see, I could see guys just screaming at their television as those laterals got closer and closer to the goal line. (laughs) Well, no, I don't understand it either because I like to bet games that I think are the lines are going to change. I like to bet them like now, early in the week. Yeah. Because I got that game for two and a half. Yeah, you were you were locked in no matter what. Like I was fine. Yeah, you were good. But even this week, there's some spreads. Like, I think the Titans spread right now is only six and a half or seven. All right. That's going to be eight and a half or nine by the end of the week. So, I, I locked it in today. I think they are going to run rampant over Detroit. Um, He might have 300 yards rushing, Derrick Henry. Right. Right. Um, Unless they rest them, which they might. But In the second no half when they're up by four touchdowns. Yeah, and then they'll backdoor me, of course. <laughs> But uh, you got to watch that stuff. And the other thing, too, is on a lot of these betting sites, they now have uh, a lot of these live bets where you can lines change during the game and you can still get in. Yeah. I think I was telling you that the night the Steelers lost to Washington, they had a prop bet on there that overall over under for number of yards for Washington was 13 for the game. The, the Steelers. No, for, for James Washington, yeah. Yeah, 13 yeah. yards for the game. Yeah. My God, I couldn't. I, you I couldn't push the button fast loan. enough. <laughs> I tried to get a loan uh, for a lot of money. Of course, I was denied that. However, uh, I did hit that. I did hit the over-under. I even called my nephew, and I said, you got to get on James Washington and over. And it hit. First passing caught was 30 yards. Yeah, he had a touchdown. He had the same play as a touchdown. Well, let's move on. Um, let's talk a little college football. We're coming to conference championship. Well, before we week. do that, you're a Steeler fan. I want your opinion on oh, my opinion. All right. Uh, the play Pittsburgh Steelers play calling. Mm. Is it? What's the name? Fickner? Finkner? Yeah, Randy Fickner. Um, 
Is he not calling runs, or is Ben changing it? See, there's a lot of talk, you know, and, and you don't really know what's going on. You, you don't really know what's happening. You hear shit. Um, a lot of people are saying that Ben's changing out of play, out of run plays at the line and calling passing plays. Um, I don't know. I, 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 with the condition of the offensive line, I could see why they're not running a lot. Like they can't, they can't run block. They don't have the aggressiveness or the physicality right now to run block. And if Ben is still leading the league in the short amount of time from the snap to the release of the ball on a pass, yeah, he is. You know, then then that's telling that that's kind of like their run game. That's like their run game and their pass game all in one. I don't. Okay, but now both the last two weeks, their losses, they brought the safeties up. This is this is what they're taking away the six-yard slant. They're taking it away, and I and I think that that goes with. <clears throat> I'm a little bit disturbed. I'm what you know. Not only am I concerned about his knee, which you brought up earlier, I'm concerned about his arm and his elbow. Like he's not throwing the ball downfield. He's not. Well, and when he, he does, he's nowhere close. There, yeah, there's no, there's no zip on the ball. Well, uh, he's absolutely horrid on pass completion percentage over 20 yards. He's right. like 38 percent. Right. And, you know, and now there's, you know, um, Chase Claypool took less snaps. Um, I guess Tomlin. Yeah, I don't understand that. Tomlin was asked about it during his press conference this week. And it sounded as if it was planned. Because the thing, the people are starting to say maybe he's starting to hit that rookie, that rookie wall. Yeah, well, I you can know, see that. You know, and, and. Rest him. I, I, this I, this just goes back to my original point. Beat the Bengals this Monday, and rest. You know, intermittently, creatively, rest your team over the next two weeks. You might be able to rest at halftime if you do it right. You might be. You know, and, and look, honestly, if let's face it, if if they beat they beat the Bengals and they clinch the division, they clinch either the two or the three seed then it doesn't freaking matter. I would seriously start. I would consider starting Mason Rudolph either in one or both of those last two games. I would. I'd let Ben rest because here would be. Well, I here definitely would, be, would against Cleveland. Right. Here would be my justification. Ben Roethlisberger came off major elbow surgery. Okay. <laughs> He's also got beat up. His knee, his knee is injured. Like, get, and he's, he's freaking old. All right. He's 38. Give him a, I mean, in football years, he's old. Give him a rest, you know, and then. And they didn't get a bye. They, they're not going to, they're not going to, and they didn't get a bye, and they're not going to get a, a bye in the play, for the playoffs. They're not going to catch the Chiefs. They're not. So the only way they could catch the Chiefs is if the Chiefs lose at the Saints and somehow the Steelers won their last three games because the Steelers win the tiebreaker. Then they both have two losses. All right, so I, I just, to me, it's a no-brainer. I, I don't understand it either. Um, I don't understand why they're not even attempting to throw it deep. So, no. and they didn't do that before the lineman got hurt, because Ben's getting rid of the ball quickly. But I remember when on their route to eleven and zero, that post pattern to chase Claypool was pretty effective and won them two or three games. Now they're not even playing Claypool as much. No. So I don't know what's going on either. Um, I listened to the – I had to call you to get the call letters of the station to listen to some of the Pittsburgh sports, and I turned that off after about 20 minutes. It was so bad. Oh, they're awful. Um, some of the local uh, Pittsburgh sports talk stuff. Um, but there's definitely a formula to beat Pittsburgh and Washington showed you how to do it. And Buffalo did it better than Washington. Right. The second half. Right. And Pittsburgh's defense is no longer that defense. that's going to hold you to uh, 10 points. They're hurt. They're banged up. Bud Dupree, Bud Dupree, believe it or not. And I'm not a fan. I wouldn't have signed him. I said that, but he made a difference. And I think what you're seeing is they're helping on TJ. They're helping on TJ Watt. Right. 
because there's not they don't have that pass rush coming from the Bud Dupree side anymore. Right. And believe it or not, the linebacker from the MAC conference, who I love that everyone hates in Pittsburgh, yep. or at least some of the sports talk people hate him because he came from a Mac school, Mark Madden. Um, <laughs> he made a difference because he's out. And have you heard anything when he's coming back? No, I have not. Yeah, I haven't. Heard I have not either. Because I know he hurt his knee, but I don't know how bad it is. I they say he's going to come back, but I guess Avery Williamson, you know, from all reports I saw, played really well. He's been playing really well. You well, know. I mean, remember he came in from the Jets what three weeks ago, and he yeah. doesn't even know the playbook yet. Right, but he's been playing so, yeah, well. He's but he's also got to be the play caller. So yeah, you he's got to he's got to be captain out there. So right. he's got to know what he's doing. And I think he's going to get more snaps every week, and I think he's going to get better each week. Yep. Well, but I don't know if he's a blitzer. He's more of a, a run stuffer, mm-hmm. and he can drop into coverage if you're just doing those little crossing patterns. Right. You get him on a running back that does the old the wheel route. He's he's duck shit too, just like everybody <laughs> else. Devin Bush is the only one that can cover that. Yeah. Well, we got a lot of guys out for the year, so. So. Yeah, cry me a river. Yeah. No, don't let me go. Oh, back no. Now. You and your freaking cry, boys. Give me a break. Yeah. Fine. Uh, Injuries any, happen. Anyway, uh, you want to switch over to some college football? Yeah, let's just talk about the – you can talk about the – today was signing day for some early stuff. Yep. Um, on the pit side, uh, Panthers, some of the notables uh, that they signed, Elliot Donald, uh, Dorian Ford, uh, Naki Johnson, um, all committed to Pitt. Pitt, uh, according to rivals, according to many uh, m- many of these businesses that rank these recruits, actually have Pitt in the top 20, 25 right now for recruiting. Yeah, well, they got, they got, some, uh, they got, they got some, some players. They got some good kids. Yeah, they got some players. They got some kids that can play. Um, you don't know because half those – a lot of five-star kids get to college and they're on their own for the first time ever. They and shit they the just, bed. Yeah, they can't. They can't adjust. Um, Penn State signed a couple of good guys too. They got a really nice lineman that they've had their eye on for two, three years since he was a freshman or sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, they signed a, a pair of twins that uh, one's a running back, one's like a cornerback slash safety that were four-star. They got a. Um, I'm not big on the whole star thing because the difference between Penn State and other schools are. James Franklin's a hell of a motivator, and he does a really nice job, almost like a professional draft type way, the way he does signing day. He puts your name on the board. They they, they announce your name, the number three pick for the Penn State Lions, it's in, they, the whole staff is there clapping, whooping it up. He does a really neat job of that. Right. And then these kids get to Penn State, State College, Pennsylvania, where there is absolutely nothing but farm fields all around it and and kids don't like it kids don't adjust to that stuff so they always have some transfers they always have a bunch of that shit shit going on at penn state but um both Pitt and penn state had a nice day today michigan finally for the first time and i don't know how long since shea patterson got a five-star quarterback commit to them Right. Um, they also got one hell of a big defensive <clears throat> tackle type dude. Yeah, Michigan. Michigan had the tenth ranked uh, signing day, recruiting day in uh, in in according to rivals. Yeah, number, Michigan had a nice day. Number one, Michigan had a nice day. Of course, Alabama number one, Ohio State number two, LSU third, Georgia, Oregon, Clemson, Florida, USC, Notre Dame, and then Michigan files out the top ten. Yeah, uh, again. Wash, rinse, repeat. It's the same schools. According to according to um, rivals, Pitt came in at twenty one. That was in fourth place in the ACC, uh, behind in third place North Carolina, uh, second place Miami, and of course first place Clemson. Well, listen, Clemson, you got to give Mac Brown some credit, man. Oh, he's come in there. Oh, God. What about what North Carolina did to Miami the other night? Uh, I loved in it in Miami. I took, a, Jeez, I, took, uh, I took the points in that game. You they did. You kept on. Points. You kept on texting me. <laughs> I did. I'm like, oh my god! I said this spread was only like six. I know, and they were up by a hundred and half. They're up by twenty-one, uh, twenty-eight, thirty-five, forty-two. <laughs> I said, I'm pretty sure I got this in a row. I texted you, and until this year, I, I won. 
and this is no lie, I won 11 straight bets before I lost the Houston-Chicago game this weekend. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, and, I, and then I lost my parlay as well. So my streak came to an end, but I won 11 straight bets against the spread. Yep. No, you've had, you've been on a roll, bud. You've been on a roll. Here, here's here's the interesting thing about what I'm seeing shake out with these recruiting rankings. So, you know, your, your top 10, there's no surprises. North Carolina, Mac Brown, kudos, number 16. You see Wisconsin, where they constantly are, number 15. You know, yeah, and top, they're, 15. They're top 15, they get big linemen. Bunch of farm boys. You're, st- you're starting to see some of these, other, like Tennessee, 14. You know, Texas A&M, 13. Texas, 17. Nebraska, 19. You know, and, 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 and Pitt at 21. Arkansas, 22. Michigan State, 23. Maryland, 24. And Louisville, 25. You know, there's there's a few teams that are starting That's to show about up. where they should be. Yeah, but Pitt was kind of a, you know, they were even admitting it on local radio. Pitt was kind of a surprise being up in that top 20, top 25, you know. And, and look, I, I'm still well, not a, a Narduzzi believer. Pitt. They got a good class, and Kenny yep. Pickett announced he's coming back. That was the one thing I wanted to get to today. Pickett uh, on Twitter announced one more year. Uh, so yeah. uh, that that's interesting. That's really, really interesting. And now, um, to remind everybody, because of COVID, everybody got a free year. Exactly. It, this year did not count. It was up to you if you wanted to come back. You could leave if you wanted, but everybody got another year due to right. COVID. So Pickett, Pickett decided to stay. Um, I can see why. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, he's not, I don't, he's not going to get drafted. He, he's going to be a, he'll be signed as a, uh, as a undrafted free agent. Yeah, I agree. But this gives him a year. He's got a lot of these receivers coming back. Uh, I think I think Pitt's going to have to count on their offense a little bit more than their defense. They had a lot of guys on defense leave. Yeah, they got to get a, they got to get back to running the ball. Exactly. So, um, you know, I could I can see why Pickett came back. I think it was it was well, definitely look, opportunity for him. Yeah, like you said, he wasn't going to get drafted this year. He can only go up, and I think he's he's actually going to get to play between this year and next year. He's going to get to play for a team that's competitive and has a nice little balance to it. Right. Where he's not going to throw 50 times a game. He's not, they still can't run the ball. And I think they're going to be able to run the ball better next year. They did against Georgia tech, but everybody runs the ball against Georgia tech. Yeah. Who cares? (laughs) Georgia tech. What what were they passing game? Were they three for 12? Did they throw 12 yeah. passes or is no. it under 10? No, they, they don't run that option anymore. It's fine. Yeah, they still it's all, suck. It's all good. <laughs> and no, and their, their coach doesn't know how to shake hands at the end of a game. So Yeah, he, that was bad, too. That was pretty freaking awful. I wouldn't shake Narduzzi's hand either. That was, a ba- <laughs> that was a battle of which team decided to kick field goals the best. I don't want a coach that likes field goals. I don't want one. Narduzzi loves them. Narduzzi absolutely loves field goals. I I don't want my coach loving field goals. There was another one. I forget what team it was on Twitter. And I said, I don't want this guy who was pit playing Georgia tech. Maybe it was Georgia tech that came out and they had a fourth and one at the two yard line and kicked a field goal. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't want either one of these guys ever. I just eliminated both these guys from potential coaches in the future because they both love field goals. I don't want my coach to like field goals. But then you got a coach at Penn state that loves to not make it on fourth down. So well, it's all right. I'd rather him go for it. <laughs> I have no problem with you not making it. I now Penn State's problem is they hired an offensive coordinator that's favorite play on every play is the quarterback draw. <laughs> and he doesn't run it on first and ten, he runs it on third down. Well, it oh, also yeah. looks as if this means Mark Whipple is coming back as the Panthers offensive coordinator for next year, which I don't know. Uh just well, Keller I mean, me unimpressed. Sorry. Yeah, uh, listen, wide receiver sweeps. He has no running game. That takes half the playbook away. Uh, jury's still out on him. I think he at least deserves another year. Like you said, um, Franklin or Narduzzi weren't going anywhere with when and the amount of extensions they bought. Exactly. exactly. Um, so you're stuck with those guys. Um, I'm surprised Texas is bringing back Herman. Right. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it was a weird year. Chalk it up to COVID. 
um, the vaccinations have started going out for that. Maybe we'll get back to some semblance of normal. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't I know. Think, I, I think our society is made up of 30, 70% people are absolute effing morons. Um, <laughs> and it, due to that, I was, this is a, this is a digression, but I just want to say this real quick about COVID talking to a nurse that works for a steel mill. And she actually, they tested their employees like every other day to every day down there because they have so many employees. Right. Two guys tested positive at a steel mill and she sent them home and told them they had to quarantine for 10 to 14 days. The very next day, she went to Walmart to get groceries and both guys were in Walmart. One was getting his fishing license and the other guy was over in the automotive department. And they both tested positive the day before. And both guys were in Walmart the following day. 14 days off, he was buying a fishing license. Oh, I get it. <laughs> so people are so stupid. This virus isn't going away unless we find a vaccination that oh. will be people-proof. That's all. Well, we, we have a vaccine out there, thank goodness. And we have another one on the way uh, from another company. Um, you know, I, I, look, I, I, am not, I am not a, uh, I'm not a medical expert. I only stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night. Yeah, uh, I play one but, on TV. But. Yeah, but I, I just look for everybody's sake. What I'm I'm chalking up 2020. You know, I'm I'm going to say to 2020 here on New Year's Eve. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Um, yeah, I might and, watch the ball drop for the first time in 30 years just to make sure that fucker ends. <laughs> I'm hoping that. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that it it comes to better times, especially in sports with us. I mean, it's it's. Look, we still have sports, but it's awfully weird to watch a football game with minimal or no fans in the stands. Um, so hope, hopefully uh, we, we get back to some semblance of normalcy, um, you know, going into next year. Let's let's talk a little bit about um, about Penn State um, and what they're looking at going into next year. Because, I mean, you know, if, if you look at Pitt, Narduzzi already said, even if they're invited to a bowl, they're not going. Um, oh, Penn State will go. You know, I, I think, do you think Penn State will go if they're invited? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Money. Too okay. much money involved. Okay. The Big Ten will make them go. Um, you know, the Big Ten, you know, for those people that don't get it, they every time you're, you're a team from your conference goes to the bowl again, they split that money through every team in your right. conference. Right. So the Big Ten's going to have Ohio State in the, in the playoffs. They're going to have Penn State, they're going to have uh, Indiana's going to be at Northwestern's going to be in the Big Ten yeah. championship, so they're going to be in a bowl. Yeah. Penn, the Big Ten always has five or six teams in a bowl game, even though I think bowl games, I, I think they should make it. You have to win at least seven seven or eight games to get in a bowl because there's way too many horse shit. There's too much money. There's too much money. Red Ribbon Bowl, whatever. There's too whatever. much money. They're not going to do that. Um, it's so yeah, the Penn State will absolutely go to a bowl game if they're invited. And just like Notre Dame and some of the other schools, it will be if they allow fans in some warm weather city, they'll have that'll be packed. Yeah. You're right. What is I Penn, don't know if they will what does Penn State have New to do Year's? going into next year? What do what they gotta do with who they got coming um, back? Um it's the same every year, man. They their offensive line is not big tennis. Mm -hmm. um, they they say their offensive line is better, and it has been better the last three or four games after they started zero and five. But he, James Franklin, likes to recruit skill positions. Uh, he likes dual threat quarterbacks, but it turns out that the ones he has now, neither one of them can throw the ball 10, 10 yards downfield accurately. Mm -hmm. uh, they're both good runners. Um, they need they need a they need a a legitimate pocket passing quarterback um, that, that's, you know, somewhat mobile. Uh, Fields is a perfect example. He looks to throw the ball when he can. Mm -hmm. And if he has to scramble, he does that as well. He'd be perfect guy. Someone like that. I mean, he doesn't have to be that good as Fields, but uh, their offensive line is always bad. And they, they need to replenish their defensive line, their defensive tackles. Mm -hmm. uh, they lose, they lose Shaka Tony. He's a senior. Uh, he's going to come out. Um, he's probably the, their best pass rusher, even though he's a crackhead and has six stupid penalties a game. Um, but they need a pass rush. They need their defensive line replenished. 
Um, yeah. They always, always have decent linebackers, and they always have linebackers that get better the, as the season goes on. I'm not impressed with off with their new offensive coordinator, who, like I said before, is absolutely in love with the quarterback draw, but he came from Minnesota where we threw the ball all over the field, including their win over Penn State the year before, but he had four wide receivers that were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So uh, Penn State lost Hamler, and they lost Hamilton. They got uh, one good receiver. They have one the kid named Washington that's a freshman, a true freshman that's going to be really good. And then they have Deshaun that's going to that's going to be uh, probably a first second round pick in the NFL. Uh, but uh, they got some holes. They got offense. I would say both lines, front sevens on both sides of the ball are the are the most important part. Mm-hmm. They're having trouble stopping the run on defense, and they never do that. They never do that. Right. One thing you can count on Penn State doing every year is stopping a run, and they cannot do it this year. They Their defensive tackles are, are young. Um, they're banged up, but they don't have enough depth on the defensive line, and they're going to need more pass rushers. Who is your uh, – who's in the uh, – when all shakes out, the top four that we're looking at in college football, is that who's in the playoffs? Yeah, they got it right. Uh, Absolutely. I know Ohio State only played five games, but anyone that watched them against – anybody they've played they're not winning games by a touchdown or a field goal at the end um they had a close game against uh indiana yeah back when indiana's starting quarterback was there and that wasn't a close game until the second half right and i think they kind of laid off the pedal a little bit got complacent and then once once the momentum started rolling they had a hard time stopping it they won by seven um but they're the best team by far in the big 10 and they're going to be the best team by far in the big 10 for the next two or three years the way they recruit. Right. Um, but they got the right, they got it. I don't want to see, I don't want Texas A&M in the playoffs. Coastal Carolina for Christ's sake is in the top 10. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> Florida, who I thought was really good. Just LSU oh, just took them to the woodshed. God, they talk shut about up. Their shit coaches whine, And then their coach whines about Ohio state only having five wins. Um, no, yeah, shut it. So they, you know what? Right. Don't you, you you lost to LSU. Shut up. Seriously. And they didn't lose. They got hammered. Yeah. So yeah, they got it right. It's Alabama. Now what 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 surprises me is Notre Dame already beat Clemson once. Mm-hmm. They're gonna play in the championship game. If they win again, Clemson has two losses. Yeah, does Clemson get bumped then? Now, do you put Texas A&M in with one? I, Man, I, I don't know. know. I don't um, think Texas A&M is in the same stratosphere with Clemson. I'm sorry. I don't either, but they're five, and the number five team always makes it somehow. No, I think I think in. what I think what's what's basically going to happen. Uh, I, I actually think Clemson's going to win that game. I think they're going to win the I'm SEC bet, championship I'm game. Notre Dame and then, taking the points. But I think, and but then I think Notre Dame still gets in. I think Notre Dame still gets in. Well, yeah, if, if Clemson wins, they both have one loss. They're both and, in. And it's to each other, you know. Right. <laughs> but, you know, both those teams both those teams are two of the best teams in the country. Let's face it. They are. They, they really are. are. Yeah, so, they and really if they are. they both only have one loss, they're both in. Right. Uh, totally agree. But if Notre Dame wins, now Clemson has two. Right. You can't put them in a playoff game where they play Notre Dame again. No, you can't. Can you? No. I, I mean, think I think Ohio State, because they only have five games, is going to be number four. Let, let me put so you this play. way. Let me put it to you this way. I, I can see. I, I think Clemson is going to win that game in the AFC champion, ACC championship game. But I, if Notre Dame won, I wouldn't be shocked. It wouldn't shock I, well, me. I think no, I disagree. I think Notre Dame's going to win that game, and okay. I'm definitely. And and the spread's ridiculous. Clemson's favored by more than seven. I That's think. crazy. Because people, you know, people are talking about, well, you know, uh, uh, Trevor's back. You know, they're starting quarterbacks back. Dude, you see and, the and, stats but, that the Clemson quarterback had against Notre Dame? Yeah, exactly. He threw for a high 300 yards. Like, it's not like, him. you know. No, I, their defense couldn't stop Notre They Dame. couldn't stop that. That's what it's going to come down to. You know, it's, it's yeah. I, no, I, I'm, I'm taking, the, I'm telling you right now, I'm taking Notre Dame in the points, but. I think it's going to get interesting to the committee. I have no problem with Clemson, Notre Dame, Alabama, um, and Ohio State, Ohio regardless State. of the yeah. winner of that game. Yeah. Because I don't know if there's anybody, like you said, in the class 
But Texas A&M, I'd be really pissed if I was Texas A&M and I lost one game and I lose out to a team that already lost twice to the team that they're going to play again. I mean, if you look at it on its face and if Clemson loses, who do you think is a better team? If you put them on a neutral field, Clemson versus Texas A&M, I don't think it's close. I think it's at yeah, least two either. touchdowns. Um, I don't either, but you know, again, I didn't think Florida was going to get punched in the mouth by LSU, and I thought they were going to sneak in. Right. Well, that was going to be the team that snuck in. Because even Notre Dame beat Clemson. even if Florida somehow, some way, knocks off Alabama in the SEC championship game, Alabama's still in. Yeah, I that's mean, the they only could, one loss. They they could rest all their starters and lose to Florida by twenty-one, and they're still going to be in. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I think the playoffs set. Yeah, um, but look. You know, the cool thing is we still have college football playoffs. We still have, you know, we still have sport. We got a huge, actually a massive, massive, massive football day on Saturday. Massive. Yeah, and you know what? Deer, deer season has taken a break for me, so I can, like, kind of <laughs> sit down and watch football between the conference championship games, you know, in college, and then we've got two pro games starting with um, – Starting with the Bills at the Broncos at four thirty. I mean, I'm oh, in my that's glory. Be a better game than people think. I'm in my glory. I, I, yeah, I am like it's going to be a good game. Let me put it to you this way: if it wasn't COVID, we'd all be getting together and just watching football and being shit faced half the day. Well, we're still going to be shit faced. Well, yeah, but we just we won't we won't all be hanging out like yeah, you know, and like at halftime, somebody says, "Well, I got to go up into your guest room and take a freaking nap." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is fine with me. I don't care. That works. That absolutely works. So I'll be the ones. I'll be sleeping on the couch anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, another hour has has gone by. Um, Duty. Uh, any last thoughts going into this uh, this week fifteen of NFL and the conference no, championship know, games uh, of college? Calm down, Pittsburgh. Just. Effing calm down. My God, listen to the – if you people don't live in Pittsburgh and because there's Pittsburgh fans all over the country, right? this city is absolutely on its ear panicking about the Steelers because they lost two games in a row, one to a really good team in Buffalo, yeah. and one who's winning, going to win their division as well, as bad and as the and Hey, is. let me put it to you this way. Let me put it to you this way about the Washington football team and their defense, Okay. Remember we talked about the Steelers being the last seed going in that year. Yeah. I, I could see Washington winning a game or two in the playoffs. I, I have no I, problem with it either, the way their defense, the front seven. Oh, playing. they're just brutal. And Alex Smith, everyone forgets, Alex Smith, all he does is, is cause the NFL to change their rules after running off the field with the football. Yeah, he did get away with that. That dickhead. I love smart quarterbacks, yeah, man. It's only cheating if you get caught. Bullshit. Anyway, that's what my that's what my uh, geometry teacher said to me after the class. What was it? Dale Earnhardt Sr. said, if you ain't cheating, you're not trying. Yeah. Robin <laughs> Drayson type thing. Um, yeah. So just calm the fuck down, Pittsburgh. You got it. You're 11 and two. If someone would have told you before the season, what if I told you after 13 football games, you're going to be 11 and two. I, where do I that, sign? Be like, oh, my God, I'd love it after last year with a backup quarterback. Where do I sign? After yeah, after not a year knowing of, how after Ben was going to come back, and and you still they're eleven and two and can't run the ball. So shut up. Yeah, just play the play it out. Re relax. Like like Rogers said to Green Bay, relax, take a breath. Yeah, take a big deep breath and gonna shut be, up. It's going to be. You play fine. Cincinnati, who has a backup quarterback and just lost to the freaking Dallas Cowboys, thirty to six. Yeah, you're gonna win this game. You're gonna have this game won by halftime. You're gonna be able to rest some people. Right. Um, just take a breath, so I don't have to keep railing on your asses every week. <laughs> well, hey everybody, thanks for joining us. Remember, you can catch us wherever you catch podcasts: uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. You name it, you can catch us. And also check us out on Twitter. Check us out on Facebook. You can always email us at basementsportspodcast at gmail.com. That's basementsportspodcast at gmail.com. Looking out to the future, uh, Jordan Klein did reach out to me to talk about a little bit of Pitt basketball going into this year. As a matter of fact, at this moment, 
Pitt is in their first ACC game of the season, and they're actually beating Miami in Miami. Uh, so we'll talk about uh, we will talk about we'll get him on the podcast, talk some Pitt basketball. We're always looking for guests. If you have suggestions, anything, you please drop us a line. Let us know what you think. Give us a listen. Of course, on SoundCloud is where we are uh, mostly found. Um, and, uh, you know, well, look, the links all over Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Too. Uh, most of the people I talk to listen to us from the fi- from the link on Facebook. Yeah. Um, you click it. It starts. Now, look, important, important thought here, though, duty. We drink during the podcast. So if you're yeah. listening to the podcast, you have to drink. You can't, you know. Yeah, you should. That should be a role. Yeah. And especially if you're listening to us multiple times, then you should be drinking. The entire time. We That's start just... every podcast where we can see each other on Zoom. We start every podcast cheering when we both have an alcoholic drink in our hands. With a beverage. Exactly. Yeah. So, hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.